Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning to you once again on this wonderful show that we call the Sports Beat. Welcome to the Wednesday Show Edition. I am your host, Richard Holdridge, and I am so happy to be here talking sports. I tell you, there is a fire, a passion about every time I get guests. And yesterday's episode was incredible. I had... The perfect storm, because I had Travis Creasy on, and I also had Brad Page on, and both episodes were my number one and number two listened shows of all time on the Sports Beat. So, when you get very popular guests, you bring them on. All these sports shows that have regular guests every week, and it's feeling like they're going to start being my regular guests. I love it. But we do have a great show. Going to talk about the upcoming Columbus State men's and women's basketball games tonight at the Lumpkin Center as they will take on Flagler University. This is a Peach Belt Conference game. And it is going to be a somber moment because they will be honoring the late Anthony Moore, the forward who was killed in a car accident on Christmas Eve. Number 24, he will forever be remembered as a Columbus State Cougar, and I know that the whole Cougar community is very sad, and I'm hoping that they heal during this time. Going to talk about the recent signing of an NHL player to the Columbus River Dragons? What? Yes, Ian White, the former Detroit Red Wing and former San Jose Shark, is now a member of the Columbus River Dragons, and they will have a big road trip as they will take on the Delaware Thunder. And I'm also going to talk about Ben Roethlisberger's final game as a Pittsburgh Steeler at home. He is going to retire. So what will the Pittsburgh Steelers do at quarterback? I tell you, I'm so excited about these shows. I don't want to let my listeners down when I don't have guests on this podcast and I'm just doing a show by myself, yes, I tend, my listeners tend to drop off. It's not that people don't want to hear me talk about sports. Because I'm sure, you know, the people that do subscribe to my podcast, they love hearing my sports takes. Because sometimes I do have some outrageous sports takes. We had a fun show yesterday. Travis and Brad, we were talking the national championship. We were previewing the Georgia-Alabama game, talking about the dynasty that Alabama's had the last 10 seasons, it was great. And we also got into the great memories that we had at Freed Hardman University. If you want to check that podcast out, is the episode that was published yesterday at the 3412 mark. That is when we really get into Freed Hardman and talk about all our memories. I know you probably ask, well, what does that have to do with sports? Well, what does Terrence Mann have to do with baseball? Field of Dreams. 
Kevin Costner is supposed to ease James Earl Jones' pain by taking him to a baseball game. But this great writer, James Earl Jones, who plays Terrence Mann in Field of Dreams, doesn't know anything about baseball. Well, to the end. There's a lot to do with sports because that's where I got my sports broadcasting. Uh, playing broadcasting with some of the greats like Rob Frazier, who's been on this show, hosting a late night talk show with Brad Page called The Up All Night Show. Now, my first episode, Eric McAlpin was the guest, then Jonathan Wood, then we had the Doughboys, Travis Creasy, Ben Hayes, Phil Dean, and Dustin Key. What a great episode. Episode four was the Evansville Mafia, and then we had Lang Waddick and Ricky Goodham, episode five. Episode six was the first female guests on the Up All Night Show, the only female guests we've ever had on the Up All Night Show, Gina Rose and Andrea Kelly. My goal is to have all the guests that were on the Up All Night Show. Uh, Season 2 had Wes Howell and Malvin and Marvin Williams. There is a lost episode from Season 2 that never aired. And Chris Walker was on that show. And the tape got ruined. And that is why I quit the Up All Night Show. I would like to get every single guest that was on the Up All Night Show on this podcast, if somehow, some way, if I could get them on this podcast, in fact, I'll reach out to Gina Rose. I mean, I'm sure she'll be a guest on this podcast. I mean, you gotta, like in Cobra Kai, strike first. You really do in this business. I've been reaching out to guests, trying to get them on the podcast. So hopefully they come calling. All right, so I want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger's final game with the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. The Steelers are still alive for the playoffs. Ben Roethlisberger, who was drafted out of Miami of Ohio in 2004, he has made the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's led the Steelers to a Super Bowl three times, has two Super Bowl rings. I know that fans want to talk about him regressing toward the end of his career. He's younger than Tom Brady, and he has deteriorated as a quarterback. Didn't have a great game. I mean, you're asking him to throw the ball 46 times. He had 24-46 for 123 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. However, the Steelers did win the game, but he got a very warm welcome from Steelers fans, and he will forever be known as the Steelers franchise quarterback. And what can you say about him? for the last 17 seasons. And Ben Roethlisberger is going to ride off into the sunset. He's going to make the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers get to find out who's going to be their next quarterback. There are names that are coming across like Russell Wilson. But what about Jimmy Garoppolo? I think Jimmy Garoppolo can go to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who already has a team in place. They have everything you need, a great defense, a good running back at Najee Harris, good wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that would be a good place for Jimmy Garoppolo to go. All right, so LSU has their first losing season for the first time. So LSU loses to Kansas State 42-20 to in the Texas Bowl. Of course, Max Thompson didn't play in this game. He is entering the transfer portal, is going to play at Texas A&M. Kansas State was just the better team as they jumped out to that 21 to nothing lead over the LSU Tigers. 
this really hasn't been a lost season. LSU is going to be fine. They're getting Brian Kelly. But what does that say for a program that was in, that won the national championship two seasons ago and they had a losing season last year? So what can I say about Russell County High basketball? I am the public address announcer for Russell County High. Had a great win over Booker T. Washington on Monday night. And they're not 10-4 and four on the season. They'll take on the Valley Rams tomorrow night in Russell County. Don't forget that also the doubleheader starting Friday, the Columbus Rapids will take on the Memphis Americans at the Civic Center on Friday. And then they will take on the Rapids then they'll take on the Memphis Americans again Saturday night. You don't want to miss it. I cannot wait for those games. So I do want to talk about on this show my first experience calling play-by-play for the Columbus Rapids. I had fun. I didn't quite get the soccer terminology all the way to the fullest, but I called the action like I saw it. I got excited when they made goals, and I'm looking forward to calling the game on Friday. It was an experience that I'll never forget, and I owe it to Freed Harmon University. 91.5 WFHC allowing me to call games on the radio. When Freed Harmon got the soccer team for their inaugural season, I pitched the idea to station manager Ron Means, and I asked him, I've been studying up soccer over the summer. I want to call soccer on the radio. I think that the students would love it. The fact that we now have a college soccer team, I think it sounds great on the radio. And I knew it would be a challenge because there's no commercial breaks. Because you go, the clock goes from 0 to 45 and then you have halftime. But I had fun doing it. Called about four games. Um, I don't know why I took it upon myself, but that game against uh, Freed Harmon was supposed to play Harding. They were going to play Harding the following Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. Yes, I took it upon myself not to call that game. Made a just a personal decision without even consulting my station manager. I'll never forget that. And it's just one of those moments in my life that I just will never forget. But I did call four soccer matches. Uh, I think Jonathan Wood helped me out with one of the matches. And this Friday, I get to call my second soccer game. Well, I, I call the, the women's team and the men's team. It's a doubleheader. Uh, But yeah, come on out to the Civic Center. If you're a soccer fan, especially if you like indoor soccer, we got another professional team here in Columbus, and it is our fourth professional team. And we have all the sports here in Columbus. We have the River Dragons. We have the Chattahoots if you're a baseball fan. We have the Columbus Lions for indoor football. And now we have the Columbus Rapids for indoor soccer. And if you're a basketball fan, we also have the Columbus Cougars. It's a very nice outing for the family at the Lumpkin Center. So tonight at the Lumpkin Center, the Columbus State Lady Cougars and Cougars will take on Lander University. Now Columbus 9-2 and on the season and it is going to be a very somber game because they will honor the late Anthony Moore. Anthony Moore, for those of you who don't know, he was a starting forward. Averaged nine points a game and He was a local guy from Phoenix City. He played high school basketball at Central. And he also transferred from Chattahoochee Valley College to Columbus State in the 2018-2019 season. And because of COVID, a lot of uh, the players came back for an extra year. And Anthony Moore was one of those players. 
he is going to be missed. They're going to honor him tonight at the game. And I, I hope that the Columbus State community takes time to heal from this. And, of course, you can always catch the game on 88.5 WCUZ as Scott Miller will provide the play-by-play. And Scott Miller was actually a guest on my podcast. Had him on during the Christmas break. That was a great broadcast if you want to check it out. Uh, Very knowledgeable, many years of broadcasting, the voice of the Columbus State Cougars. And he's also calling baseball. So the baseball season will kick off in February. And looking forward to the Columbus State baseball team. As many of you know, they play at Ragsdale Field, at Burger King Field, at Ragsdale Stadium. And they won the NAIA World Series in 2002. And Scott mentioned that many moments that he had calling Columbus State baseball. Just a reminder, the first game will be February the 4th against West Alabama. And it will be a three-game series. The first home game will be February the 8th against Albany State at Burger King Field. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to coming out and catching a Columbus State baseball game. Do they need a PA announcer? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. I'm, I'm pulling double duty. I'm the PA announcer for Russell County High Basketball, and I'm also doing the play-by-play for the Columbus Rapids. I'm wide open for baseball. So if Columbus State comes calling, I'll be there. Same with Russell County. Okay, NFL Week 18. Just we have some Saturday games. We got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Denver Broncos. If the Chiefs win and the Titans lose, the Chiefs will have the number one seed. Denver is already out of the playoffs. You got the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cowboys and Eagles are already in the playoffs. If the Eagles win, they'll guarantee themselves the sixth seed if the 49ers lose. But the Cowboys right now are the number four seed. They could win against the Eagles and hopefully the Buccaneers or the Rams will lose and the Cowboys could still possibly get the number two seed. You got the Bengals and the Browns. Not sure if Baker Mayfield is going to play. He's electing to have surgery. The Packers have already wrapped up the number one seed. They might rest some starters against the Detroit Lions. Chicago and Minnesota both eliminated out of the playoffs. Washington and the New York Giants both eliminated out of the playoffs. All right, so here's the Colts have to beat the Jaguars in order to make the playoffs. Colts are favored by 15 and a half. I know it's in Jacksonville. They haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. But if the Colts want to make the playoffs, they better win this game. The Steelers in what will be possibly Ben Roethlisberger's final game taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, if the Steelers win... If the Colts lose, the Steelers will be in the playoffs. Same with if the Ravens win and the Colts lose, the Ravens will be in the playoffs. Of course, Tennessee playing Houston. I know Brad and I talked about that. I know he's excited as a Titans fan. Tennessee has got to beat the Houston Texans to get the number one seed. You got New Orleans. You got the Saints taking on the Falcons. If there was any a time where the Falcons need to show up, Do not rest their starters. Show up. Sweep your long-hated rival. Knock them out of the playoffs. Do whatever it takes. 
And I'm not just saying that because I'm a 49ers fan. I will be the biggest Falcons fan this Sunday. And they flex that game into the afternoon because the 49ers are playing the Rams at the exact same time. And I got to tell you, the Rams are favored in this game. And the Saints are favored in this game. It does not look good. The 49ers could be eliminated from the playoffs because the Rams are playing for the division. They're also playing for the number two seed. The Jets and the Bills, the Bills are playing for the division. You got the Patriots and the Dolphins. Dolphins are already eliminated. Patriots are playing for the division. Seahawks and Cardinals, there's an outside shot that the Cardinals could win the division with a win over Seattle and the 49ers win over the Rams. The Panthers and the Buccaneers, I mean, that looks like a win for the Buccaneers. I I think the Buccaneers win, and they get the number three seed if the Rams win. If the Rams lose, the Buccaneers will get the number two seed. Then the winner-take-all game on Sunday night, they flexed this to the Sunday night game. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Winner makes the playoffs. Loser, it's eliminated. High drama, I know. Congratulations to the Auburn Tigers for beating South Carolina on the road. They are currently ranked ninth in the country. And they go up to Columbia, South Carolina and defeat the South Carolina Gamecocks 81-66. to Of course, South Carolina is the alma mater to our very own number seven, Megan Byers from the Columbus Rapids. She was on Off the Walls on Monday night. And we talked about her scoring the first goal in franchise history. What a goal it was. And she is one of the most exciting players on the Columbus Rapids. And played collegiate soccer at the University of South Carolina. South Carolina's got some big things in football as well with the transferring of Spencer Rattler. And hopefully if I do have Megan Byers on the podcast, we'll get into South Carolina athletics. Because really, about this show, I'm all about my guests. And I will talk about whatever my guests want to hear as far as interests go. In the NBA last night, the Grizzlies keep rolling along 24-14 and by beating the Cleveland Cavaliers and John Morant with 26 points. And the Grizzlies make a big run in the playoffs. They had that magical season in 2013 when they reached the Western Conference Final, but they lost to the San Antonio Spurs, got swept, in fact. And then they were the more physical team in 2015, took a 2-1 series lead over the Golden State Warriors. You know, in the 2010s, the Grizzlies were very sustainable. They had players like Mike Conley Jr., Tony Allen, Marc Gasol, Zach Randolph. That core of players, I wanted to see them win a championship. Hopefully they can build players around John Morant and they can compete for a championship. Right now, the best team in the Eastern Conference is the Chicago Bulls with a record of 25-10. and 10. And the Golden State Warriors have the best record in the NBA with a 29-7 and 7 record. And they will more than likely get Klay Thompson back on Sunday. That is a dangerous team that nobody wants to face right now. As many of you know, the Hawks are struggling. And maybe we raise the expectations up as they will take on the Sacramento Kings tonight at the Golden One Center in my old neck of the woods, Sacramento, California. Our expectations of the Atlanta Hawks, what 
was that they were going to reach the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I mean, they reached last year. Why not reach this year? We got mad. The Hawks started off 14-20 and 20 last season. The Hawks' general manager fired Lloyd Pierce. In comes interim coach Nate McMillan. And maybe there was the reason why he was an interim coach. Because even though he is a good head coach, he wasn't an elite head coach who could not get the Indiana Pacers past a certain point. He could not get the Portland Trailblazers past the point they want to be. And that's why the Blazers and the Pacers let him go. He is a good coach, but can he take the Atlanta Hawks to the next level? Can he lead them to a championship? I actually like like Tom Thibodeau. I want to see, I really thought Mike Budenholzer was a good coach. But the Hawks gave up on him. They bailed on him. They bailed on him. They When they were rebuilding, Mike Budenholzer didn't want to rebuild. I like the core players they have. But if the Hawks were just patient, and if they let Mike Budenholzer stay, I really thought they should have built this team around Paul Millsap and Tim Hardaway Jr. But they let everybody go. And they tanked, got Trey Young. But I, I like the draft before Trey Young when they got John Collins. So you build this team around John Collins and Trey Young. You can get rid of Clint Capella. There's a reason why the Rockets traded him. Onyeka Okongru could possibly be their starting center. I cannot wait until DeAndre Hunter comes back from injury. Because DeAndre Hunter, when he is healthy, is one of the top two play, two-way players in this league. So I hope to see that. And I hope to see you out on the playing field. I tell you, we are just getting started on this show. Georgia and Alabama on Monday, we were previewing that game. Kansas State beats LSU in the Texas Bowl. Major League Baseball is still in a lockout. And we got the World Cup in November of 2022. I cannot wait. Got the Winter Olympics as well in 2022. You know, I'm actually predicting great things for this show for 2022. So basically, all I got to say is, I'm out of here. Thank you for listening to my show. That is all the time I have. Stay tuned. I know I said I was going to do three shows a week. But when you get guests on the show, you got to just roll with it. That's why I'm going back to five days a week. Because I got guests. All right, well, that is all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners that downloaded my podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. Tomorrow's show, we are going to have a special guest. He's back. My former colleague at Freed Harbin University, Rob Frazier, is going to be on the show. And we are going to talk about John Madden's legacy. We're going to preview NFL Week 18 and preview the national championship game on Monday between Georgia and Alabama. I'm getting guests lined up. I have a wish list. Yes, I have a wish list of guests that I would like to have on the show. Starting with the number one wish list on the show, I am going to reach out to former NFL running back Isaiah Crowell, and I'm going to ask him if he wants to be a guest on the show. This is going to be a very tall order, but I feel... I can be persistent enough to make this happen. So fingers crossed. I hope that I can get Isaiah Crowell on the show. Once that happens, it's game on. All right, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. 
You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.